0: that's that's kind of toxic
1: yeah it was but like I was happy because I was in love with this person and like I want to be with this person
0: hello friends and welcome to another episode of pickles and vodka the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations I'm Christina your host I'm going to keep this intro brief because I have a wonderful, suspenseful, heartwarming, and oftentimes frustrating uh, interview with my friend Bianca coming up. Uh, she talks about her recent breakup, her first breakup, which reminds me that I want to preface this by saying this story might be frustrating to you if you've had a lot of relationships and you know the warning signs that it's not going right. But please bear in mind that uh, this is Bianca's first relationship. She's 28, but for whatever reason, has just never been in a relationship until now. And so this is her first one. And we talk about it in that interview, but no matter how old you are, you really can't put the pressure on yourself to be good at something, in this case, a breakup, that you've never done before. That's just insane. Sorry, I, I don't like to use that word lightly. That's impossible. So with that said, I hope you all enjoy Um, Real quick, I'll get some housekeeping out of the way. Thank you so much to anyone who has messaged me about my last episode where I talk about family problems, uh, specifically my brother's recent visit after three years uh, in which I found out he was on meth. I am doing a a lot better since I published that episode. It felt really good to talk about it and to receive so much support. Uh, in solidarity. A lot of you have been through recent uh, similar things and thank you for letting me know about it. It really helped. Uh, But with that said, it's still affecting me. I've had really shitty mental health this week. The day that I talked to Bianca for this episode, actually, I had just been crying for like 30 minutes before interviewing her because I don't know. I just didn't have a good day and my mental health was in the trash the day had been perfectly fine. I just, um, I had been getting really triggered for no good reason, quote unquote. And I was thinking about picking up alcohol. I, I wasn't considering it seriously, but I was thinking about it. I had the thought I could pick up booze on my way home if I wanted to and no one would know. And I could just pick up right where I left off. Uh, and I was also having thoughts of like, hurting myself, which again, not serious, just like an intrusive thought, but I'm not used to having those types of intrusive thoughts anymore. Uh, I was talking to my partner about it, about how unprepared I was to deal with this onslaught of negative, toxic emotions. And he was like, it's okay to feel this way. These days are going to happen. You have all the tools to deal with it. You have people here to support you. But in the end, all those things cannot prevent you from feeling shitty. And it'll pass. And that was basically it. That's, that's pretty much all it took. Just reminding myself that it will pass. And it, it has for the most part. Talking to Bianca really helped. Our conversation is full of dramatic twists and turns. And we laugh a lot. It's really fun. Um, I'm still really bad at handling my mental health. I'm still struggling all the time. It's hard even to make this podcast honestly sometimes because I feel like I owe it to my audience to be funny and real and offer advice. But when it comes down to it, some days I can barely show up and... Yeah, I I know this episode is a little late in coming out, but I spent Sunday night celebrating my sister Caroline's 27th birthday, and I didn't want to spend any part of that family time worrying about the podcast. So uh, happy birthday to Caroline, by the way. She is one of my most recurring guests, in addition to being, you know, my sister. And every time she is on the podcast, it just... It's like a ray of sunshine, and I know she's helped a lot of you, and she continues to help me every single day. She's an amazing person. So yeah, go drink a glass of almond milk in honor of Caroline's birthday or something. (laughs) Inside joke for loyal listeners. Oh, also, before I forget, I'm still collecting answers for this week's Pickle Poll. The question for this week is, what is a life lesson that others tried to teach you, but that you ultimately had to teach yourself? Um, I will read my answer next week, along with all of the answers that you guys submit. Send me a voicemail if you feel so inclined. Just uh, go to Instagram, send me a DM. You know how to do that, right? And then just uh, hit record. And if you allow it, I will play it on the podcast episode next week. Hopefully we can all learn a new life lesson. Wouldn't that be rad? Uh, But yeah, I hope you all enjoy this episode. There's a lot more that I wanted to say, but I'm not going to stress about it because it's my podcast and also i want y'all to get to the good stuff you don't want to hear me sitting here talking about my insecurities or lack of reviews on itunes <laughs> oh something in my throat <laughs> that was cheesy as fuck all right enjoy the interview here's bianca okay it's a, there's a big scary voice that tells you recording, recording. in private it didn't do that the last time we recorded. I got... Oh, yeah, that
1: was just like a voice memo or something. The old
0: days. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the last time we recorded for listeners who are listening. <laughs> we, I'm, I'm like, when I was listening, I was like, I giggle so much. I don't know how to talk. And I think it's your fault. <laughs> I think I just what? like be, become that way around you, which means you're a great, a great person. <laughs> That's so nice. Don't make <laughs> like, me cry in the first time five seconds <laughs> oh I mean you'll probably cry but I refuse no! to take
1: responsibility <laughs> I
0: don't want to cry so. I, dude I I'm like so discombobulated right now because I had a, such a weird like anxious day for absolutely no reason and oh, I was really? just like an hour before this I was crying and then I ate half a pizza oh. like right before this <laughs> so so oh. this will be interesting yeah
1: are you okay now or are you I'm still fine. like
0: I'm well, fine it's just like
1: life you know yeah no I feel you I was crying earlier too so that was
0: fun so why were you crying oh wait 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 before we get into this the serious stuff I also wanted to say that when I was sitting here waiting for you to come on and mm-hmm. just like thinking about our friendship and like everything that's happened it made me remember <laughs> when I was your supervisor at Starbucks and you would be 30 minutes late to a shift.
1: okay yeah I did that a lot didn't I I did <laughs> I was late a lot
0: <laughs> I was like this is classic Bianca
1: oh no yeah I still am late always I mean I've gotten better about it for like you know like class and stuff but yeah. other things I'm not we're, we're when it matters right <laughs> yeah like when a whole room full of people are gonna turn and stare at me I'm like that's enough pressure to
0: I hope you know I'm around. totally giving you shit right now I think it's
1: uh, <laughs> no, but it's true Like, I don't know if I told you this, but I, Nora, like, almost fired me
0: when I was working there. I think I remember. I was there. It was was a lot of
1: drama. It was a lot of drama. And we went out on the patio and she sat me down and she was like, you are late all the time. And that's unacceptable. And I literally- feel like a dick for bringing this up now. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. It was so long ago. Like, this was like 2016. Like, I don't even care, but- I mean, I love Nora. I think, I think she's great. I like her as boss. I probably shouldn't say that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I can, I can cut it out or bleep out names or also we could just, you know, spend the next hour saying good things about her.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's great. But yeah, she sat me down and was like, you're always late. And then I started crying. Dude,
0: I cannot take uh, any sort of criticism or like uh, reprimands. I just, just start crying. I just can't take it. Everything is personal.
1: Yeah, it was personal. And I was crying because I knew she was right. I was like, you're so right. Like I was I've been fucking late every day. And you're so fucking nice to keep me here. I I think I remember you telling me you were like, she's so nice. That's why I liked her. I feel like she liked me too. She did. It's hard to be a boss sometimes, you know, I'm I'm learning that now that I'm, are you a boss? Kind of. I mean, like I used to be a field technician and now I'm a master's student. So I have technicians that I have to like supervise, you know,
0: that's, that's really cool. I could tell you had like a bossly presence when you sat down (laughs) (laughs) for just real quick. Bianca was my third guest, I think in 2018. I worked with her at Starbucks in Austin. I, I said, I let people know it was Starbucks, by the way. When we recorded the episode, I remember we were make, like making it this big secret, like when we worked together at
1: a oh. coffee shop. <laughs> so that people like wouldn't stalk us or something, right? I kept
0: that up for years on the podcast. I would not say that it was Starbucks. And then I was interviewing this guest who had also worked at Starbucks, and I just let Mm -hmm. it slip. I was like, oh, I guess people know I work at Starbucks now, or used to work at Starbucks. All the stalkers come flocking. As if.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, teeny.
0: But anyway, we met, uh, Bianca and I met at Starbucks in Austin, and then... Our paths miraculously crossed once again when I was moving from Virginia to Seattle and we I was staying in St. Louis on the way for a family reunion. And you were in St. Louis for a family reunion. And yeah. we just like met up one afternoon and tried to record a podcast at your parents' house or mm-hmm. your grandparents' house. Yeah,
1: my grandma's house. Yeah. And they,
0: their grandparents were too loud. So we literally went into my minivan full of my earthly belongings <laughs> and recorded in a YMCA parking lot. Episode number three am I a right pet a cat no I'm sorry episode number four nice. yeah so in that episode you talked a little bit about your um like childhood anxieties and depression and how they affected you as a young adult and because you were 24 at the time I was
1: 26 that's insane I was so fucking young I miss being young teeny
0: right everything hurts so much every day
1: yeah it's, like, it, it's not fun I can't believe I'm 28 I turned 28 12
0: days ago. <gasps> Happy
1: birthday. Was it
0: depressing?
1: Um, kind of. I went to a wedding and I'm actually recently single, so that kind of sucked.
0: Oh, so. We will talk about that. Well, <laughs> uh, is there anything I missed in your your
1: Intro that you want to add? I mean, Teeny and I met when I was nineteen, which is fucking insane, and she was twenty-one. No I one think. has called me Teeny
0: in forever. Oh, really?
1: That's your name, though. That's, that's I, yeah.
0: There was another Christina, I think, at the Starbucks, and so they called me Teeny. Anyway, continue.
1: Yeah, so we met a long time ago. That was like nine years ago, and we worked together. We had a lot of fun. It was a good time. I liked Austin, and then now I'm here in Las Cruces, and I'm a master's student, which is crazy. In what? Uh, wildlife ecology.
0: You are the bird girl, by the way. Well, no, I have another friend who would fight you for that title, maybe. I should, like, connect the two of you.
1: Yeah, um, please
0: do. But Bianca knows so many bird facts and has the best (laughs) bird memes. Yeah. And now your
1: intro is complete. (laughs) That's the intro. Have you ever played wingspan? no it's a board game about birds why would i have played wingspan i don't know i guess i just feel like everybody in my circle like knows about it so when i mention it everyone's like oh yeah wingspan i am not cool enough to have played Wingspan. i'll check
0: it out what if they sponsored the podcast because of this conversation (laughs) that would be crazy (laughs) this episode is brought to you by wingspan The board game that will give your friendship wings.
1: I think, no, that's Red Bull.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Our friendship was built by uh, espresso and disgusting beer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I have a question for you. Yeah. When you look back at your time in Austin, how do you feel about
1: that time in your life? I spent most of my life at Austin, but like the time at Starbucks, I felt it was a good time, but... Sometimes I wish I would have like gotten out there more. I had a lot of like, and I still do have a lot of like social anxiety. I'm shy, you know? So it's like, there are a lot of times when I just like sat in my room when I could have been like out doing something. I feel that
0: I I, I've lived in so many really cool big cities and done the same thing I'm doing now or less than that, which is just like, you know, sitting around being depressed and anxious. It's funny because you talked about this in the episode too. We were talking about how being depressed, sometimes you just got to like get out there and sometimes things just happen. Like sometimes bad things happen, but also like good things can just randomly happen too. Yeah. yeah. But also when I was listening, I was I was like, guys, it's just not that easy. You can't just get out there.
1: It's hard because sometimes I feel like you do get out there and do something and you come home and you're like, that was a waste of time. Fuck, that sucked or something, you know? But, like, I've learned that even if you do come home, you're like, fuck that. Like, you can at least be like, I get it, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's good.
0: Okay, so tell me about the breakup and everything. Well, first, how are you feeling, like, in this moment talking to me?
1: Are you a little anxious? I don't know. It's just relationships have always been a weird thing in my life. Because, like, you knew me when I was in Austin, like, I literally never had a boyfriend or dated anybody. I don't know if I talked to you about that. When a we little were bit. We like talked that. a little
0: bit. I knew that you, like you were never with anyone when I knew you, but I never thought you were like trying really hard to meet people. Like you were opening yourself to all the opportunities, but also
1: I didn't get the sense that you needed it. That's good. I'm glad that I didn't come off as like depressed single girl because I mean you still came
0: off as a depressed single girl but
1: in in different ways. (laughs) But not depressed because single girl. (laughs) Yeah, it's just always been a weird thing in my life. Um if I start crying I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) No, it's okay. I just cried for like twenty minutes straight. So Okay. And I don't even have a good reason.
1: Okay. (laughs) Have other people cried on your podcast? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Totally. That makes me feel better. But yeah, so I guess I'll start at the beginning. So this was this guy that I actually dated in high school. So when I was like yeah. 14, like a fucking baby. So toxic because we were like literally 15. And then- That would be weird to-
0: if you were like, our relationship was so healthy.
1: It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. Yeah, and then I went to a different high school, sophomore year. We had broken up already because it was just really a bad relationship anyways. But for the next 12 years, I was like, doing my own thing. He was doing his own thing. And then he like messaged me completely out of the blue one day on Facebook and was like, Hey, how's it going? And I was like, shocked. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't talked to you in 12 years, literally. And then we just like did a zoom call. And I was like, wow, like that was a great conversation. And then he was like, let's meet up in person. And we met up in person and it went like, super well. And it was like, oh, great. So we kept doing that. I guess that's how you start dating people. You kept, you just keep seeing each other. <laughs> Somehow you just keep seeing each other. Just keep running into each other. So that was about December 2020, and then I moved to Las Cruces in January 2021, and we still like talked every day. It's like I could see us like being in a relationship, you know. And I was like really excited because I'm like, oh, this is my first relationship ever. Like, yeah. Which is fucking crazy because I was 26. Fuck societal norms also, you know? I know, but they're just so, like, ingrained, you know? know? It's, like, when you're 26, and, yeah. So then he came out and visited me for Valentine's Day, and we decided to, like, be in a relationship at that point because we were, like, it went well. We like each other. And then eventually he actually moved to Las Cruces. Oh, um shit. Yeah, he had his own place and everything. Like, we didn't want to, like, live together. Smart by the way yeah nothing so he is the same age as me he's 28 he's actually just wanting to finish his bachelor degree he was in college for three years and then he actually was an alcoholic and derailed his fucking life um Mm -hmm. he like quit school and like had this horrible horrible breakup he's got a lot of fucking trauma in his life um during this whole time he's always wanted to go back and do school so and I was like really supportive of that so I always knew like after he moved to Las Cruces that he was gonna eventually be moving away up to Washington State to uh, Olympia that's where I got yeah. a little thing no way that's awesome yeah. yeah that's that's where he's at right now <laughs> so I always knew he was gonna like move up there so it kind of sucked because it always felt like our time was like limited
0: that's the worst yeah. feeling. I've had relationships like that. Like you
1: know they're going to be God. Or and you, so... you have a
0: gut feeling or in your case it wasn't a gut feeling it was like an impending event or something and yeah. you know it's like not quote unquote meant to be but that doesn't like you still want to enjoy what you have while you have it and there's nothing wrong with that but it sucks. It's like a
1: cloud looming over your head. I mean yeah that's definitely how I felt and like I guess I was like trying to make the most of everything and like spend as much time together as possible and like you know make it count no pressure yeah started having issues i don't know we're just really different people so then he went up to washington like i drove with him up there you know we kept talking and dating obviously um and then like in february he broke up with me um mm-hmm. what thought is that a, a month later was my spring break and so I had like already bought tickets to go see him at first he was like yeah I absolutely want to see you like and it was weird because like after we broke up he actually became better more flirty and like talking to me and I was really confused I was like well, there's no pressure
0: Cause you know, I, I I lived with (laughs) after breaking up with him and it was easier. It was like way better for a while because that pressure is gone. You know, you are going to leave soon. It's just, you can be friends, but that's even more painful in some ways. Yeah. I feel like there's always one partner who is more hurt than the other. And like, if you're that person,
1: it really sucks. That's neat. (laughs) I mean, I was like happy that that was, what he was doing because that's like what I wanted like I had always like wanted more from him and like now he was giving it to me like after we broke up so confusing yay yeah I was like yay that's cool but also what so I'm also the kind of person where I'm like really perceptive to the way like people talk to me or like treat me so like with him we'd say good morning and then we'd talk and then we'd say good night and like when things sort of broke that schedule it like break me out. A person can be like a security blanket, obviously.
0: And like, if you, if you're used to life being unstable and can't even rely on your own mood, like it's so nice when you have that person who is that rock. And I, that's something
1: I like learned because this was my first relationship. So I'm just like learning everything at once. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. How would you? Yeah. I mean, now that I've like, through it there's definitely like things I know like going forward but I also feel like I'm so fucking old (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: in the grand scheme of things this is something that you had to go through at some point you you knew it would happen it was gonna suck and in a way does it kind of feel like a relief to get it over with kind of because
1: like I knew things weren't right you know but
0: I wish that they were timing is such a bitch. Like you can literally meet the perfect person and it can just be the wrong time. Like, Oh my God. It's it, especially if it's something like a job or school, that's so stupid, but it's really not stupid. Like those things really change your whole life. And some, especially when you're in your twenties and even thirties, like the choices you make and the things you do and the places you live, like that's going to affect the rest of your life. And it, it sucks. If you're not a part of that bigger picture,
1: yeah, it just feels like out of my control sometimes, you know. So yeah,
0: well, it is out of your control.
1: I know Unless that's so frustrating. It sucks. The thing that's like really out of my control is like how and when like meeting people happens, you know? Because like with with him, like he messaged me out of the blue, and we just both happened to be in Austin at the same time, yeah. like the chances of that happening were so rare and it's like you can't plan that you know I've never
0: none of my relationships have happened because I met someone randomly like it's all been online dating or like school
1: that gives me so much hope thank you
0: everyone I've ever been with except for my first boyfriend that I met at bible college like I met on hinge or okcupid bumble too I've used all of them
1: Oh yeah, I remember when you met because you were like, he liked Lana Del Rey. I don't know if this
0: is going <laughs> to work out. <laughs> yes! Oh my God, this is the guy at Listeners. This is the guy that I met in Austin when I was working at Starbucks with Bianca. And then I moved <laughs> I moved to fucking Virginia for him. And, and you yeah, loved even it. Even though I had red flags, not red flags. I had gut feelings that it wasn't going to work out. But like he was comfortable and I regretted moving across the country. We hadn't even known each other for like four months. Like it was so impulsive. Maybe it was six months. I don't know. But the thing is like, it happens and the timing was off and like, there were so many reasons it didn't work out. And now I'm glad it didn't. But at the time I was like, I can't catch a fucking break. How long did you guys end up dating for? Uh, we were together for four years, I think. Three years. Three years. The longest yeah. relationship I've ever been in was four years, and I'm 30 almost, and I, you know, I was single for the last, like, three years in Seattle. I was pretty much single the whole time, except for, like, I dated people for, like, months at a time and casual stuff. Also, highly encourage you to have a hoe phase, if possible. <laughs> I already did that. <laughs> Well, have another one. You know, you can't, you can't have another Sorry, I'm giving you the worst advice right now. <laughs> Be a hoe. Be a hoe. Also, <laughs> you're late. And uh, bye.
1: No, you're good. I'm, I'm late to everything. So.
0: Okay, I have a palate cleanser to make you feel better. It's this Craigslist ad I found. Be naked at my sister's wedding. This yeah. is at this is at the Lower East Side in New York. Okay. My sister is having an outdoor wedding in May. I want someone to be naked in the woods and to run through the wedding in order to ruin it. I will protect you from my family. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's it.
1: <laughs> Dang! I wonder what that says about the groove. Like, right? What's the juicy drama? Why I do you know? Wouldn't... Or the bride? You know,
0: maybe maybe she's marrying another woman, and the sibling is like super religious or something.
1: Oh shit. I was all heteronormative up in here. None of that allowed on PNV. PNV? Not heteronormative. No way. (laughs) Oh, that's so
0: funny. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you just got broken up with a few months ago. How did you handle it in the moment?
1: I was angry because I felt like I had really put my heart and soul into the relationship because I just wanted it to work out so badly because I just wanted to not be single again. That I was like, I'll do anything. Like, I will do what you want. So it was, I felt like a little bit of a lack of self-respect for myself.
0: Oh, I feel um, that. I've been there.
1: Yeah. And like, I do feel like I kind of lost a little bit of myself, like throughout the process. Because like you said, like when you knew me in Austin, I, I wasn't like sadly single. And like, I feel like now I kind of am. Cause I'm,
0: like You're allowed to be though. Because being single sucks sometimes. Breakups
1: suck. They do. I learned that the fun way. Honestly, like, I was really ignoring, like, his needs and the way he was feeling for a long time. Like, he was feeling smothered. Because I was, like, being controlling. I learned that I'm naturally a controlling person sometimes in a relationship. Before I got in a relationship, I was always, like, fantasizing, like, how I would be. And I was like, I'm going to be the perfect girlfriend. Like, I'm never going to be controlling or jealous or anything. And then you're actually like in it and you're like, wait a minute, I want to control everything. For me, I was like,
0: everything fails because I'm controlling everything. And then I started thinking of it as like, what if that's a strength? Like, what if I know what works for me and I'm just saving other person time by like letting them know, you know,
1: yeah. You're like,
0: you, you have to be picky and it's never a one-sided street. Like I'm sure there were things that he didn't do right either. Like no one's perfect. Never, no relationship is just one-sided.
1: No, definitely. It's like, it's weird. Cause I've like, I've kind of like weaved in and out between like whose fault it is. Like that we broke up when it's like, it just didn't work out. It didn't you work.
0: Know? Yeah, you can have all the right ingredients and still like it just
1: won't work out. something and that's okay. Which makes me like think, how the fuck do like two people actually work together?
0: The thing I'm realizing as someone who is a whole two years older than you and infinitely wiser. <laughs> at, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing now. But like two people will not always get along with each other. Like I'm with someone now who's amazing, but like we drive each other crazy. And I I realized in my past relationships, I just cared so much more about the other person's feelings. I would just like not talk about my own and I would do everything I could to make them comfortable. Now, like when he's mad, I'm just like, it'll pass. Just go simper off in the corner. You know, like (laughs) it's not, it shouldn't be my entirely my responsibility to make you feel comfortable. Like people are just going to argue that's a human thing. And if a couple doesn't, then that's weird.
1: I guess just like being more like real with each other.
0: Well, I've had that, I've had that thought too. Like how the fuck are two, am I supposed to find someone in this world? Because I don't, I'm, I'm, I come with a lot. Like I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like, I'm a lot, but also you're a lot. Who can handle all this? Like who gets all this? <laughs> you know, it's not everybody.
1: Yeah. So my ex was like, you know, oh, you could go out and find anybody right like it would be so easy for you and i'm just I hate like when people say that though i'm like i yeah sure i could get on bumble and find somebody who wants to go on a date with me and maybe like fuck me but it's like to find somebody who like actually like fits well with my personality like it's not that easy we're we're so fucking young still i need to like somehow convince myself of that cuz like i truly feel old which is crazy okay think about when
0: you're 18 though when I was 18 I had never had sex or gotten drunk or drunk or done any drugs or anything I'd never been to a live concert and I was like I'm so fucking old I'm never (laughs) gonna do these things this sucks and now you're it's like that's so stupid 18 is a baby but that's how we're gonna feel now 10 years later from now
1: it's just weird because like I always thought by now I would like be married or something (laughs) I was actually Googling the other night, like, what's the average age people get married at? What is Um, it? Do I want to know? Yes. It's older than you are. Oh, fuck yeah. 33. Oh, I love that age. That's a good age. That's the age Jesus died at. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. He didn't get married, but
0: he died. All right, there's still hope for me yeah if certain people are listening to this (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) that made me feel better
1: but yeah so let's see so yeah broke up and then he was like more into me weird I was still planning to go up there because he was like yeah I want to see you like I want this trip to be awesome and I was like yeah me too because like after we broke up we still talked every day said good morning said good night said I love you we were basically still dating then like a few weeks later he started getting like more distant and I was like huh weird and then I called him and like confronted him and he told me that he had like kissed some other girl and they were like kind of but not really a thing or no no no, he said he cuddled with her and why would he tell you that well because I'm the kind of person that I want to know everything okay even if it's bad for me to know that's i was asking like for all these details i was okay, like what okay okay you do like when we did break up he was like i've been feeling like i wanted to break up for months but i just didn't know how to do it and i didn't that's want to hurt worst. you that's the worst i know that's the
0: fucking worst i've been in that situation multiple times on both ends and it's fucking sucks
1: yeah it hurts to hear that because then you think back on those like last few months you're thinking should this not have happened you can't like, even have the memories because now your memories are tarnished the reason we broke up is because he was like, I can't be in a relationship with anyone right now. He was like, I need to be single, I need to focus on myself, on like getting my fucking bachelor's degree, you know, which is understandable. Like he had just moved up to a new state, he was getting his degree, he was trying to find a job, it was really stressful. So then when I heard about this, I was like, You're a fucking asshole. Like Yeah, just
0: tell me the truth, you know, like, we're not together anymore. You technically didn't do anything wrong. But also like, that's kind of a dick move. Don't give me this whole spiel. If about yeah. needing to be alone if that's
1: gonna happen he was like I don't really think she likes me it's just casual but he would tell me the way that she like acted around him and I was like she likes you stop leading her on if you don't like her the worst thing that came out of that was that he was like I don't think you should come up here and visit me that hurt because I was so excited you know yeah. but I basically because I have no self-respect like begged him to let me come up there you know because i wanted to see him.
0: also you know you've
1: known him for so fucking long like you have a
0: history you know yeah
1: so after like a ton of convincing like he was like okay and then like a week later like a few days before my trip he brought it up again that he didn't want me to come up and so i had to convince him again Oh my I was God. like, I was like, please, was like, just let me come out. Like the tickets are non-refundable. Like let it happen. Eventually I convinced him. And so of course my anxiety was like fucking high as hell because I was like, is he at the last minute? Just like not going to pick me up at the airport. Like what's going to happen? Like, you know, so my stomach's in knots just hearing about this. It was rough. That was a rough time. So you went, I went and the first day he was very like touchy. Which of course I was like happy because I was like I'm in love with this person and like things were like really good the first day and then we got back to his place he was like trying to kiss me and I was like I don't think we should do that because isn't that like a little confusing for both of us? Everything about the situation is confusing. Yeah, I know. Eventually we did kiss because I wanted to kiss him and he was trying to kiss me and then we had sex. We've all been there, girl. They're not always a clean break. <laughs> no.
0: Like, it would be easy if the other person were always, like, an asshole and, and like, cheated and stuff. And then, you know, clean break. But that never happens. Like, the more you like the person, the harder it is.
1: Yeah, because, like, he is a good guy. And, like, we have really good chemistry. But, yeah, so we did that. And then he was still kind of seeing this girl at the time. <laughs> so on one of the days that I was there, he actually had planned to, like, hang out with her. And i was like yeah that's fine you can go hang out with her for a bit like i'll just chill in your apartment uh whatever like right before he went like we fucked and oh my I, God. Gave him, I gave him like giant hickey <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that is yeah. such a power move i know <laughs> who is she <laughs> <laughs>
0: This this story is so, like, emotional and <laughs> fucked up and, like, sad. It sounds like when you two are together, it's confusing.
1: But, yeah, so he went and hung out with her, and she obviously saw his hickeys and was fucking pissed. And I was like, good. <sighs> so this poor girl can't catch a break. Um, you're, you're the poor girl, too.
0: I know. <laughs> you know. We can all
1: be the poor girls. But, yeah, so he was like, yeah, I'm going to break it off with her. I don't really like her that much you know and I'm gonna have a talk with her and I was like good so my ex he is a very like emotional person so he will like say things that I think he means in the moment but like doesn't really mean he was like you are like the love of my life and no right and I took that to heart of course you did like why wouldn't I why wouldn't you And he was like, you're my person. Like, I have found my person. Um, And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I've always wanted someone to say that to me my whole life. So when he did, I was like, so happy, you know. Um, And then one day we were talking and he was like, let's make a promise to not fall in love in the next year interesting yeah and I was like are you sure because it's not always something you can control
0: wait 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 sorry when you said that I, I took it as let's not fall in love with each other again over the next year you mean no. people yeah what
1: yeah who asks for that like on what sorry no it's okay it's it's, it's wild even I was like are you sure like that's a hard promise to make and he was like I'm absolutely sure like I want to get back together with you eventually but I just can't be in a relationship right now I need to work on myself like maybe in a year we can be back together and I don't want to like have us lose each other to somebody else and I was like okay I promise and we promised and mean, pinky promised oh no Bianca <laughs> I mean he was like you're the love of my life like you're my person you know like yeah So I was like, obviously, I mean a lot to this person. Would you
0: have felt comfortable asking him for the same thing if the rules were
1: reversed? I mean, because I had expressed the fact that like, I was worried he was going to find someone else, you know, right? So I would have liked to have that security, but I didn't think it was realistic.
0: It's totally not.
1: So no, I don't think I would have done that. So then I went home. And he was like, I'm so glad you came. And which kind of pissed me off because well, I had to convince him so hard. I now he's asking you
0: to like basically save yourself for
1: him? Like, yeah. That... When I had to like beg just to see him.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. That's, that's kind of toxic.
1: Yeah, it was. But like I was happy because I was in love with this person. And like I want to be yeah. with this person. So it's like music to my ears, you know? And also, I'm trying not trying to make you
0: feel guilty for anything you did or, hit, you know.
1: Yeah, thinking back
0: on it, there are things that were
1: weird and not the most mature.
0: Weird and not the most mature is going to be the name of my new memoir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's me too.
0: <laughs> anyway, continue.
1: I got home and things were great between us like we still weren't technically dating but we like basically were dating you know and I was like so happy because I was like oh my god like he's finally like giving me all the attention I want and he was like I'm so glad that we were on the same page now and like it's gonna work out and then maybe a month into that he started like being more distant again Is a pattern <laughs> And so I was like, hey, like, why are you being more distant? I just had a gut feeling that I knew when I brought this up to him that it was going to cause a huge issue. I was like, oh, if I don't bring it up, maybe everything will be fine. But in reality, like, I wanted more attention. I don't remember the conversation we had, but he was like, I don't think I can give you the kind of attention that you need and deserve. And like, you obviously want someone who's like going to make you a priority in their life and like. I can't do that right now because, like, I'm focusing on myself and school. And, like, you're like, yeah, I heard. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, like, I'm willing to take a back seat to all that. Again, no self for... respect. <laughs> I was my like, heart. Yeah. Somewhere in that month when things were going good, he bought plane tickets to come see me. Oh, my God. It's literally <laughs> a cycle. dad's cycle. Like, because he was like, I want to see you for your birthday. And I was like, Yes. Like, that's awesome. I'm so happy. But yeah, so we had that conversation and he was like, I still want to see you. I'm still coming down there. And I'm like, okay, cool.
0: Did you have a gut feeling that something was going to go
1: awry? At that point, I just didn't even know what to expect. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm obviously wanting this to work and putting in a lot of effort and a lot of my like emotions and a lot of my You're working harder
0: on your non-relationship than most people
1: work on their regular relationship. I know. It's like, he told me like, I'm this person, I'm the love of this life. And I'm like, well, you don't just say that to somebody. Like that means something. To me, that means like, you're the one. Like I want to fucking marry you. Yeah. I'm like, you don't say that to multiple people. No. So that's why I was putting so much effort into it because I was like, this has to work out. You know, I felt like if it didn't work out, I would be like a failure or something like I didn't do things right you know um but you can't just like one person control all of that but that's kind of the lesson we
0: learn is that one person will carry all that and fix everything And also like one more note on the age thing. I was just thinking about how similar this story sounds to my breakup with my very first boyfriend. You probably met him in Austin. I was thinking of all the stuff I did and how long we dragged it out. We took breaks. We got back together. We did long distance. And then like after we broke up, I rode around his house on a bicycle and like I texted and called him to take me back, like all this stuff. And I was 22, I think when we broke up, but like that was my first relationship. And you act like that with your first relationship, your first breakup, not everyone, but like, you wouldn't blame someone who acted like that. And like, you have to extend that same grace to yourself. Because you might be 28 physically, but like, emotionally, you this is your first relationship. Yeah, you you know, try not to be so hard on yourself. (laughs) You're not supposed to have it all figured out. It's so hard to get out of the cycle once you're stuck. And once that's become the norm for you. It
1: is hard. Like,
0: oh and you deserve someone who like doesn't fucking put you on the back burner and drag things out and like makes uh, you want to be someone's top priority
1: that
0: would be nice you deserve (laughs) that and there's someone out there who would like love to make you their top priority you know not just romantically like friendships it's just there's so many people out there who love and appreciate you and want to spend time with you ooh I feel so special (laughs) you are special bitch (laughs)
1: but yeah so we had a phone conversation where he for the first time ever really expressed his big concerns. because like when we broke up it was all I want to be with you but I can't be with anybody right now but if I were with anybody it would be you right and then in this conversation he was like I've been thinking about it and I realized like we have a lot of things between us that just don't work and the way that we've been carrying on has been, in his quote-unquote unhinged, he's like, I don't know why we keep doing this. It's obviously not working. Because, like, even in the time after we were broken up, like, we were talking about, like, where we would live together and, yeah. like, our fucking pets and stuff. And he was like, I don't know why we keep talking about when we're going to move together. I don't think that's going to happen. And, like, that really hit me hard because I was like, This is the first time you're really saying, I don't think this is going to work out at all. You know, it feels real. That's the first time it felt real. Yeah. Because like the other time he was just stringing it along and he was the one who would bring up like living together. Uh. He was just like, yeah, he's like, I really wanted this to work, but I don't think it will. And I was like, okay, well, we'll keep talking about it and we'll be friends, whatever. And are you still coming down here to see me? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, so he came down here to see me. This was like last week almost. Yeah. So we're almost up to date on the whole thing. Oh my god. This is
0: recent. Yeah. We're
1: hot off of the the (laughs) poster.
0: I don't know. (laughs) The ink is drying. (laughs)
1: Yeah. The ink is
0: drying. I need a tissue. I have too much ink.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so he came down here. And, like, we started driving back to my place, and immediately, like, everything just felt wrong. (laughs) I realized some things that I really don't like about him. Like, he never, like, asked me about myself or, like, how I was doing. You know, like, we get in the car. We haven't, like, seen each other physically in a long time. You'd expect someone to be like, how have you been? He never said that. It was always, like, him talking about his stuff or just, like, stupid memes or whatever. Just like small talk. And I was like, we dated for like over a year. And like, why are you sitting here in the car and you can't say shit to me? So I literally started crying on that drive home. He was like comforting me. And I don't know. But that was like, that pretty much set the tone for the rest of the trip. Like, it was really emotionally exhausting. It was not a lot of fun. There's a lot of crying before the trip. He was like, I don't think we should have sex or whatever and of course we did yeah of course you have to (laughs) you fucking have to right but it was different because like after we did he was like i kind of regret that
0: oh hell no you don't you do not wait until afterwards to say some shit like that that hurts that fucking hurts that's the worst thing you can ever hear
1: yeah that made me feel really bad i was like well i'm sorry that i like did you or whatever like oh fuck that no sorry I, I feel <laughs> okay. very protective of you in this moment um, yeah it was hard first day emotionally exhausting but we had sex yay the next day we were like watching tv or something and I like noticed he was on his phone a lot he's like smiling and then he starts telling me about like one of his friends a story that she's like telling him and I'm like oh haha that's funny whatever and then later we were like sitting in bed talking I said something about like all your hoes. I don't know. I was like, damn, you got lots of hoes or whatever. Yeah. The frustrating thing is like, he's an attractive person. Like he's, he's cute.
0: And you're not, Uh, you're fucking adorable. (laughs) Look at your, your hair is so long and luscious right now. Your skin (laughs) looks amazing.
1: I do struggle with self-esteem.
0: Yeah, you can, it doesn't matter what you look like. Anyone can struggle with low self-esteem. I don't want to invalidate that.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's hard, but he's really cute, and since he's moved up there, it just seems like everybody fucking loves him. It just seems like he's been making friends really easily, which is something I feel like I'm not good at, and obviously that one girl wanted to be with him, and apparently I found out later that she asked him to be her boyfriend, and I was like, you said she didn't even like you like what the fuck like
0: I think it, it can be safe to say take everything this guy says is a great assault
1: yeah, I definitely felt like he was not telling me the whole truth
0: which wouldn't be a big deal because you're again you're not together but also you said will you promise not to fall in love with anybody
1: yeah, that's so hard for you though to see that it sucked to hear him saying like oh these girls like me when I'm down here and I feel like nobody likes me <laughs> and I'm oh, just like baby that sucks you know it's like i want i want people to want to fuck me you know like everyone does uh, yeah. yeah so yeah so i was like all your fellows whatever and he was like oh yeah and i was like wait really like by who- the way <laughs> i was like well who who likes you and he was like well you already know about these other two girls you know but i don't like them and then he was like and then this other girl that he mentioned which was the girl he mentioned earlier he was telling those texting And he's like, Oh, yeah, she's really cool. Like we have a lot in common. We get along really well. So I was like, so what do you like like her or something? He's like, No, not like that. Anyway, so then we went about the rest of our day. and He's still like, on his phone all the time. You know, I'm nosy. So I'm like looking over. And I can see like her name. You know, I didn't like look at what he was saying. And he's the one that wanted to come there for your birthday. And it hurt because like the past like few months of our relationship, like I was begging him to talk to me more and to see him like wanting to talk to this other girl so badly that he like can't even put his phone down. Oh my God. That felt really shitty. Did you confront him about it? At some point he was like, okay, I'll be honest. Like I do like her. And I was like, I could, like, I can tell, like, I don't know why you just didn't tell me and be honest when I asked you about it earlier. And he's like, I just don't want to like hurt you, you know? And I'm like, well, if you don't want to hurt me, like don't be texting this other girl in front of me while you're visiting me. We have like three days together, you know? And it was funny because a few weeks earlier, like I brought up the promise that we made when we wouldn't fall in love with other people. And he was like, what if it just like happens and you oh can't... my god are you fucking kidding me <laughs> this oh, this guy he was like would you be mad at me if Stop. like he did he said this he was like would you be mad at me if like it just happened and I was like is that what's happening right now like is there somebody else and he was like no it's not nothing like that oh my fucking god I was like no I wouldn't be mad at you but like I would be really upset that that happened.
0: I'm not very good at hiding my reactions. <laughs> they can't even see my face, but.
1: Yeah. Finish
0: the story. This is like, I'm on
1: the edge of my seat, literally. So he was like, yeah, I like her. And I was like, well, are you going to like start dating her or something? Like, what's the deal? And he was like, I don't know. It could happen. I was like, well, thank you for finally like being honest with me about something. You know, like I was mad at him because I was like, you broke up with me because you said you wanted to be alone and you wanted to focus on yourself and like, He is like a serial monogamous. So he's been in a relationship like the majority of his 20s. And he's told me before that sometimes he's like, I kind of regret that. Like, I wish I would have had time to just like be on my own. Dude,
0: same. I can relate to that a lot.
1: Yeah, that's valid, you know? And so after we broke up, I was like, I think being single will be like really good for you. It'll give you time to like grow without having another person there and just make more friends, do more hobbies, whatever. And He's like, yeah, I think so. And he's telling me about this girl. And he's like, we might date. I told him, I was like, I wish you really just had the fucking balls to just be single. I wish you could just tell this person, hey, I want to be single right now.
0: I mean, trust me, I'm so mad at this guy. And uh, and I think he's toxic. But I will say it is easier said than done. Especially when you're used to being in a relationship all the time. Like, it's really hard.
1: yeah much more comfortable to like have someone to lean on
0: well you gotta take a good hard look at yourself not everyone is ready to do that and it sounds like he has a lot of stuff to uh to look at
1: he does when he was here in las cruces like he would always talk about how he really wanted to go to therapy and like talk about all like stuff in the past like his trauma you know like fucking being an alcoholic and you know dropping out of school and like having this hard time in his 20s yeah so that was always like a big point of contention between us as I would always be like are you in therapy yet and so and that caused a lot of tension between us and then after he moved up there he was like yeah I'm gonna get therapy and then when he came down to visit me I was like how's the therapy thing going he was like oh I'm not gonna do it I don't think I need therapy well you led that horse to water and that's all you can do (sighs) It made me feel like the reason he needed therapy was because of me. Dude, no, he
0: obviously has issues. And also, you know, I respect what he's gone through. I have, that's amazing that he's going back to school and everything. And, you know, I was an alcoholic. I got all the shit that I deal with. Like, it's really hard. And I have so much respect for that. But also at some point, you just need to deal with your shit and you're never gonna, things are never gonna change if you don't. And no one can tell him that. You can't tell him that like, he has to figure out it out on his own and that that's not your problem
1: I know but it sucks because like I tried so hard you know I was like I support you like go do this thing like I'll help you find a therapist whatever like yeah, you know of course and then to hear him say that was weird I don't know I was like everyone could benefit from therapy and he's like no I don't think so and i'm sorry that's
0: i feel like you're gonna be recovering from this for a long time like that was some traumatic shit
1: yeah i i hope
0: not well but... emotionally like you'll come back like you're you're strong and everything all that shit no <laughs> no pressure but also don't like you went that's some serious stuff you went through and try to give yourself some some love
1: yeah i'm trying but yeah what's that is is that he was like I like this girl. He's like, but I don't know if I'm attracted to her. And I was like, well, then why are you going on with this thing? Like, what are you doing? Like, just be friends. Like, you can be yeah. friends with somebody. It's
0: fine. Seriously. Also, is he saying that to like, because he doesn't want you to feel bad about yourself? Like, is he lying to you about that too?
1: I have no idea. Anyway, so then uh, we decided to take a break, like from talking. because We had been talking every single day. And so we were like, let's actually take a break from talking. And so that was last Thursday. We decided let's take a week-long break. So today's Thursday. So <laughs> I sent him like a meme this morning. We talked for a little bit, nothing serious. And then I was like, hey, maybe we could like chat for a bit. I sent that like six hours ago. Oh my
0: God, what? And no reply. I, I think this cycle is just going to keep continuing. But. Like, I want to be his friend. Of course. At this point, how do you see it going in the best case scenario? Being friends.
1: That we could be friends and, like, talk and, like, actually have, like, real, like, friend conversations. Like, not just, like, fucking, oh, look at this meme, haha. But actually have, like, conversations of substance like we used to, like, when we first started talking again. You know? Like, I just want to, like, go back to the beginning. I, I
0: totally understand that. But also, like, what have you thought about the worst case scenario? Like, what if that's just never going to happen? Like, what if we're never going to go back to the way we were in the beginning? Like, what if this friendship isn't meant to last forever? Like, how would you feel if that were the case?
1: Um, that would hurt a lot. Like, I do feel really close to him. He's like, one of my best friends, you know, as crazy as that sounds after that whole story.
0: No, it doesn't sound crazy at all. I would not use that word. I, I think it's predictable like that's how I ha- would react you know I've been there do you yeah do you have anyone else in this moment like there to have those conversations with and send memes
1: to that's not him that's like one of the reasons like I reached out to you like not yeah. to be like
0: I just reached out because I broke up with someone you know like dude I'm so happy you did no, me and too. I'll do this anytime like not podcast but like we can talk anytime like the, the best thing to help me with moving past people is just like filling my life with other people. Like you don't have to lose anything. You can even gain something.
1: That's what I'd like to do. And like I've been trying to like talk to my mom more, trying to like reach out and make friends and I just downloaded hinge today. So I'm so proud of you.
0: Like the fact that you're in the middle of it and you're still you can show up and talk about it. And I have so much respect for you and you're so fucking cool. And and
1: vulnerable and like I feel like talking about it helps you know like I totally does I couldn't just hold all this in and not talk about like I would feel like shit (laughs) like okay I,
0: I have to ask is there anything that jumped out at you retelling that story that you didn't really notice before or that you hadn't thought about that way before
1: yeah I guess the thing that jumps out is like the way that like you were getting mad, right, about, like, you know, all these promises that he was making. And at the time, it just felt good. When in reality, like, it wasn't healthy or, like, fair. When, I, when he was, like, I might date this other girl, I was, like, how do you feel so ready to move on, you know? Because you've been, like, stringing me along for the past few months that I didn't have the chance to heal that you've had, where yeah. in your mind you knew this was over, Or maybe he wasn't even
0: stringing you along per se, maybe he just never felt the same. And he didn't want to hurt you like that. I'm I'm playing the devil's advocate here. That's not an excuse for what he did. But also, like, not everyone is doing everything to hurt people, you know?
1: Yeah. And And I don't think he didn't want to hurt you. No, I think the reason he did, you know, quote unquote, string me along was like to not hurt me to avoid hurting me. But like, It wasn't giving me the time to heal, like, because I was still hanging on to this relationship, whereas he was, like, behind the scenes, like, moving on, and that feels so unfair.
0: Do you want to know what I think? What?
1: I think that
0: maybe you guys, you know, can have a friendship or even more someday, maybe not. You have to be open for both. But I think you're never going to get there unless you take some space. He's had that space. I don't think you've had that space, like you just said. And I think you need that to really start getting back to yourself and to start forming that self-respect that you want so badly and that you deserve, you know?
1: Yeah. It's fucking hard. I do feel like I lost a lot of my self-respect. You know, this is
0: a good wrap around because in the episode our first episode you were talking about how you used to read old journals from the time you were five just to think yeah. about how much you've changed and you remind yourself of the person you used to be and that it's possible to change and like that really stuck out to me because it is crazy you read a journal entry from two years ago and you're like I was a different person how did I write that yeah. but in the moment yeah. you might have thought like this is never going to change I, how
1: am I going to get out of this I was talking to my mom about that I was like mom like I'm never gonna find anybody like no one's ever gonna love me she's like I'm gonna be laughing so hard at your wedding
0: listen you just have to laugh at yourself yeah
1: but I have a question for you I oh what time are you still friends with any of your exes
0: yes the first ex I never talked to again and it was good because I was so invested in that. I just don't see how I could have gotten back and been healthy about it. But like, I still yeah. talked to, I actually visited him after we broke up. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, I had all the emotions you were talking about. We didn't have sex, but like we st- <laughs> stayed in his house and like, and we're still good friends and he's with someone now and they have a house together. And um, we send each other cat pics like every other week or so. Uh, Ruby was his cat when he lived with me so like i'll send him pictures of ruby he'll send me pictures of the dog we got together we don't really have a lot in common other than that and i'm just like god you're so basic like, how did i even yeah. but I, I i try to pick people that like they want the best for me and like i'm lucky that most of the people i've had serious relationships with i still talk to and then you know i've had a few that I don't talk to anymore I have a couple of people blocked I have to tell you the story another time I I'll tell you stories next time that will make you feel better because there's so yes. many times so many times during your story I was like damn I've been there
1: I would love to hear that because like it feels like when you're going through it you're just like no one's ever been through this and no, I was thinking girl,
0: I promise you I promise you I can relate
1: that's what I thought of you because I was like I know Teenie's like been through a lot of relationships and I feel like she knows a lot of these things and can like share her wisdom. Cause like, I'm a relationship baby. Like, oh my you know. God,
0: I'll make you videos. Like later on, <laughs> if, I, I'll, if I think of random stories, I'll just send them to you. Cause I have so Same many, too. you're going to be okay. It doesn't feel like it, but you have so many people who love you and you have so much to give and you have so much to receive too. You know, like you're, we, we are really, we're really fucking young. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm so happy we got to talk. Every time you want to send him a meme, send it to me, too. Or, ins- or instead <laughs> I'll of. I'll send it to both of you. Not in the same text. You'll start fighting. Oh, I would love that, actually.
1: <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen up, mister. That was wild, dude. Uh, okay, it was wild, but was it, like, more wild than other breakup stories, or <sighs> do you think... Okay.
0: There's so many other like people in the story that I kept wanting to mention because like uh, your story sounds so familiar to me in so many ways like your experience is so valid this is pretty typical of a first or early relationship you know like just putting all your hopes and dreams on them and like not knowing when it's time to say goodbye and wanting to be friends and like it's so normal it's so normal and it sucks so bad you just
1: like don't want to let go it's hard letting Letting go go is the hardest
0: thing But when you let go, you can like have room for more things. And also you don't need to make a decision right now about whether you're going to keep them in your life or not. like, don't worry about that now. Just focus on yourself. (laughs) Like focus on filling your life with fun little things that make you happy right now. That's all you got to do.
1: I recently started doing roller derby. Oh yes! I can't believe we didn't talk about this. We don't have time now, but <laughs> oh, that's right—you roller skate
0: too. Yeah, but I'm not in a roller derby, and I don't—I barely know how to stop.
1: Your pictures make it look like you're
0: a pro. Well, that's just the pictures. I fall down a lot, but it's fun, and that's what you should fill your life with—is just stuff, stupid stuff that make you happy. Yeah, like the gr- best thing about getting older is just being able to do whatever the fuck you want, like having money to buy skates and like Yay! you know. I'm excited for you. I'm gonna i'm gonna call you soon okay
1: okay also if you have anyone to set me up with let me know
0: oh girl we'll talk
1: oh fuck off off the
0: record off the record pickles (laughs) and vodka listeners (laughs) sign up for
1: sign up for patreon and you'll get to hear this (laughs) special interview i was gonna say sign up for patreon date my friend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god you can auction me off on patreon oh my fucking god put a picture of me and be like this 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 the bitch where are my single pickles at <laughs> the pickles i need a pickle for my vodka <laughs> oh man oh. put your pee in my okay i need to stop with this <laughs> i fucking
0: love it Uh, Yeah, guys, hit me up if you want to follow Bianca or, you know, slide into her DMs or learn a bird fact. (laughs) I knew you were going to ask me
1: that and I was like, no! Okay, just kidding. What's the most sexual bird? The most sexual bird? Yeah. Whoa, this isn't the most sexual thing that birds do, but I recently saw a video of two pigeons in New York City and one of the pigeons was dead and the other one was fucking the dead (laughs) which i was like damn y'all at least i'm not that desperate you know oh my
0: god (laughs) um not to kink shame the pigeons but that's pretty fucking weird yeah that's illegal scandalous
1: Crazy. all right
0: well on that note i love you and love please you text me anytime thank you for telling me your story thanks
1: for listening
0: oh people can send me like stories of their own rough breakups like you are not alone i guarantee it i so would love to hear other help me, me let bianca know that she's not alone y'all please please do
1: all right <laughs> bye All right. bye
0: Hello friends, it's Christina again. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to support Pickles and Vodka, you can give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pickles and Vodka Podcast. If you could relate to anything at all we talked about today, or you just want to say hi, email me at picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com, or DM me on Instagram at picklesandvodkapodcast. Stay safe and have a good week.
1: Bye.